we live in a very hyper technological futuristic era and yet we humans are still emotional spiritual beings i wanted to bring that element that emotion of the heart centered emotion of love into these beautiful products into these formulas not just the emotions the sound frequency as well because as you sing as you hum you are creating a high vibrational ingredient and those high vibrational ingredients become food for your skin become food for your gut and you create this access between your skin and gut between your gut and your brain and you start releasing better hormones into your body in today's busy world how can we find the inspiration knowledge and energy to live a healthy and empowered life if we balance and harmonize our mind exercise our body, live according to the laws of nature, and connect to spirit, can we find a way to heal, become our authentic self, and live our purpose with love? I am your hostess, Amy Fournier, and welcome back to Awakening Aphrodite. Welcome back to Awakening Aphrodite with Amy Fournier. This show is about helping you to be more fit and healthy in mind, body, and spirit, as well as to harmonize your masculine and feminine energy, which we all have, tap into your intuition, your true source of power, and awaken your authentic self. Today's show is such a special show because, you know, every now and then you come across stuff in life that really, really works and is aligned with your mission and values and feelings and philosophy and just good people. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a blessed thing when that happens, isn't it? And I've been in the health and wellness industry for over 30 years now, which is crazy. I've seen a lot of stuff come and go. I've tried a lot of stuff. And I've also found that, you know, with like beauty products, like hair care and skin care and stuff like that, in the past, it, it, it was really great ingredients, but they didn't really work. They didn't work as well as the synthetic commercial stuff did, right? It's kind of like food. <laughs> I don't know how old you are, but when I was alive in the 70s, uh, wow, health food was like cardboard garbage. It was disgusting. And you might even remember the first protein bar. Remember the power bar thing? It was like a brick in an... <laughs> But, you know, it's evolved, thank God, a far way since then because people want it, right? We want healthy food that also tastes good and is good for the planet and just a win, 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 a triple win, like I like to say. We like when everybody wins. So, hey, great news. Skincare is now evolving to the same place that food has stepped into in that we're finding companies that are ethically sourced and created and functioning as well as giving back to the earth and being reciprocal in that nature of giving and taking with the world and producing products with integrity and for the, the, the value of the customer so that they get the job done of what you're buying them for, but also doesn't strip the planet or um, harm your body, you know, harm your body. Because remember, like we always say, if it's on your skin, you're drinking it. And you got to consider everything you're putting on your body and your hair, as well as inside your body, has to be detoxified, processed, recognized. It has to be recognized by your body, by your millions of years old DNA as something that it knows what it is. You know, all these synthetic chemicals and fancy gadget 
in ingredients that we have in a lot of the products these days, our body has no idea what it is. And sure, short, short term, it might make your skin look good or plump you up or whatever you're looking for, but you're going to pay the price eventually. You know, eventually you pay the price with your body. We all do. You can only get away with shortcuts for so long. And, uh, that's why I'm thrilled to share with you my guest today, Hannah Marabani. Hannah has uh, quite an amazing life story. Wow. She grew up as a young girl in a country that was literally at war. She was born in Iran and, uh, wow, it was not pretty. You guys, everybody thinks we're all stressed out. Can you imagine being stressed out with bombs going on around you and, you know, just sirens and just a constant state of alert and total, total stress and trauma, um, of your whole hormonal neurological system. And you grew up in that environment. So your, your body actually develops that way. She has quite a story and she actually was a earth scientist and a geophysicist and she was in the fracking industry and she had a kind of a change of heart by being in that industry that combined with her starting to put the pieces together between severe skin issues that she had like eczema and other problems. And she started correlating it with her nervous system and her immune system and her body. So the skin is very much a reflection of what's going on internally. And I'll add for that matter, what's going on in our detoxification system, because stuff comes out of your skin, right? If your sweat, if your sweat stinks, that means something, you know, our body shouldn't have like, like horrible odors. They should have odors, but not like toxic, disgusting odors. Same goes for, um, going to the bathroom, all that stuff. So our skin is kind of like a, a red herring as to what's going on internally. So my guest, Hannah put that together, that her skin issues. And so she started researching it and then combined with her change of heart, wanting to take care of mother earth and take care of people and offer solutions that were healthy for the planet, as well as people. She started her own company, Seeb and Solace, which I love. I have been using it now for months. I wanted to use it really, really for a while before I shared it with you. And I've become such a believer that I've not only added it to my e-store, but I have her on my show. And wow, she has agreed to provide you with a special discount. So stay tuned to the end of the show and you can get your custom coupon code to try it yourself. You'll be hearing a lot about these products, which I love. I have my own personal favorites. And like I said, I don't like things that don't work. Like who wants to waste money, right? Not me. Now look, if you're interested in this kind of thing, you definitely might be interested in episode 36 with my guest, Ari Harnavar. We talk about feminine strength among terror. She's another person, a young woman who grew up as a child in a war-torn country. It's very, very inspiring in what she's doing now with her amazing life. Also episode 86 with my guest scientist, Monica Gagliano. We talk about plant intelligence and communicating with plants. And yes, in fact, they are intelligent and they do communicate not only with each other, but with us. So in this episode, we get into Hannah's perspectives on uh, what it's like being an ambitious businesswoman 
and how she learned to balance the masculine and feminine in herself, that masculine strong work ethic with uh, a new way of living to incorporate her feminine. We also talk about how our skin is a female organ and what she means by that, how it literally and figuratively is symbolic of boundaries in our lives. The trauma that Hannah experienced and the resulting PTSD, how it led to her eczema and other skin problems, and ultimately the creation of her business, how the skin and the nervous system are intimately related. Sieben Solis, her amazing, beautiful company, how it's truly holistic and why I love it and use it every day. So you're going to love this episode, uh, particularly if you like to look good and feel good and have a conscience. <laughs> so hopefully that's pretty much everybody, but mm, probably not. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead now and join my beautiful, amazing guest, Hannah Marabani. Hannah Marabani, wow, what a pleasure to have you on Awakening Aphrodite with Amy Fournier. I am just so thrilled about your amazing life story, your knowledge, and from one businesswoman to another, aho, sister. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Thank you for having me today. It's an honor. And um, I love this whole female bonding and getting stories out there. Man, it's just so great to connect with a, an accomplished, strong, powerful, gorgeous, beautiful woman. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but it's kind of rare for me just to, to, to meet someone that, because, you know, that's a big part of my show, helping people harmonize the masculine and feminine essence that's in all of us. And I've lived most of my life in that strong, masculine, very ambitious pushing it, disciplined, dedicated. I was an athlete, so really was bred in me, came from a Puritan workaholic family in New England. All great qualities, as long as they're pulled back and controlled with the, the intuition, the rest, the restoration, you know, the going within, the downtime, which I didn't have. So I'm just thrilled to connect with someone like you because I feel like you are a beautiful example of a woman who's kind of in her power and, and, and I don't know you personally, we haven't met personally, unfortunately, and I'm looking forward to the day when we do, but I just have a feeling that you do a nice job of walking the line between the two essences. Do I have that right, Anna? Yes. In fact, this whole, um, bringing the two, uh, polars together, the masculine feminine is very new to me as well. Uh, Basically, I, I was more in the masculine side too. Mm -hmm. And when I came to Upper Ojai, um, California, in, in Upper Ojai, California, mm -hmm. where I currently reside, that's where I started to see the, the disparity between the two. And I started the balance and the nature here essentially helped me. It's such a wild nature, but at the same time, it's soft. So it kind of like, um, through all this teachings, through the field of teachings here, it, I started to slowly learn about how to um, bring that feminine side out and help me with my business because this is, a, this is a business of skin and I believe skin as the largest organ, it's a very feminine organ because it's the protector. It's the barrier between the inside world and the outside world. And we females, we have that um, magic within us. And in order for me to create this business successfully this time, I had to balance the feminine side to the masculine side 
and and bring this beautiful big organ that we deal with on a regular basis to a balance. Wow, you just said so much right there, and that's such a big part of why I want you have have you on the show, Hannah, because um, that's the thing. As a businesswoman growing up, well, you didn't grow up in America. But we're going to get to your story. You're now in America, but you know our culture in America has been predominantly the masculine way, and I think it's it's really hard for women that are either athletic or business minded or driven to to know how to walk that line because it's not something that's celebrated or encouraged in our culture to to the dynamic between the, the flow and the go. You know, we only know the go. And um, it's so wonderful that you and I and other women are kind of like, hey, you know, they're both valuable. And not only are they both valuable, but they're both necessary in order not only to prevent burnout, but also to be our best. So can you share with us before we get into your wonderful company, maybe just a little bit from your perspective as a driven soul purpose uh, businesswoman, like how you kind of, what, what did you learn about why you had to find that balance and how did you do it? Well, let me just start saying that I was born in Iran. Yep. So part of being born in Iran is they, they basically try to tamper that female side of us, the feminine side of women in Iran got really, really tampered with. And it got pushed down to the bottom of the barrel. And, and in, it's funny you say in America, <laughs> it's the same way, but I see it way better on a higher yeah, Well, relatively, right? Relatively. Everything's relative. <laughs> Everything's relative. It's, yeah. In Iran, it was like almost like, oh, you're a girl, kind of like back in the day, not anymore. But it was like, oh, oh, poor you. Wow. <laughs> because you like, had, gee, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> you had to fight your way through society. And now it's much better, I think, um, with the age of internet, with the age of information, um, that um, that's being <laughs> lowered and women are having this strength in their voice and growing better. And as a businesswoman, I mean, entrepreneurship is mainly seen for the masculine side. Like, oh, you're, you, you know, it's your male dominated side that's like pushing through. But in fact, if, if you think about it, it's, it's, uh, it's that softness as women that can push that ent entrepreneurship into this really silky road where you can grow and grow and, and, and be in touch with that feminine side to help you grow your business. Plus and it's the magnetism. It's the, yeah. the feminine is the, that's the attractive force. So yeah. every, you know, if you want your business to be successful, you want it to be quote unquote attractive right. to other people. So that's the feminine component of that little, the light, you know, the light is the feminine as in, you know, the uh, light bulb type light, not a touch the, of softness. I always say a yeah. touch of softness is required. It's necessary. You see it with nature too. Mm. You look at nature, there's softness and there's harshness and they balance each other out. And they're very polarized, but they meet in the center to balance us as humans and the nature itself. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, my background, I'm an earth scientist, geophysicist. So I dealt with a lot of like um, nature, geology, geophysics, and the energy aspect of the nature through that energy aspect, we discovered data to discover oil and gas wells. And it was a very male dominated industry to some extent, it really bothered me because you were you were last to speak in that industry. You were last to speak as a woman. 
now it's changed again things have changed that was like in my um, mid-20s that's what i was doing as an earth scientist i discovered four oil and gas wells through fracking fracking the earth and that was harsh every little frack was fracking my heart i was like oh another fracking because yeah. it's a different dynamic in that oil and gas business in canada where i grew up uh, versus the oil and gas in iran where oil just flows like a blood flow to the surface of the earth we didn't have to do and we don't have to frack but in canada they frack and frack and frack in order to get to that um oil but and sometimes the water gets destroyed the nature gets destroyed as a result so all of this led to me like become really like not myself i was like so much into the masculine world that i wasn't realizing that oh my god there's more to the feminine side too and i just switched from fracking to formulating and formulation was a soft part of me and i realized i'm in more in tune with formulating oils versus fracking for oil so basically i switched the f's yeah, well, again, that's kind of the thing is like in, in pro probably world cultures, it's like most of them at least, the feminine is not encouraged. It's not part of our lexicon, you know, it's just not. And um, that now it's finally kind of doing a 180 here and we're starting to not only appreciate it, respect it, but incorporate it. And some people think it's the rise of the matriarchy again with everything that's going on globally. But what this was we, all by design, Amy. This was all by ah, design. Tell us we, what, what you think about that. Female has so much power that, you know, the people in power got very, very intimidated by this power taking over. So they pushed it down by design. Sadly, I see the opposite happening right now in America. The masculine is being pushed down, mm. being suppressed. So yeah. again, the, the unbalance is going to create um, disharmony in the society versus mm -hmm. Praising both is very, very necessary and critical for growth in a society. Agreed. Complimentary, not competitive is what I always say. Yeah. Um, tell us, Hannah, then what was the what was the impetus for you living predominantly in your masculine as, as a driving businesswoman? Um, what was the thing that got you to because since it was not encouraged in culture to to explore and live from your feminine in harmony? what pushed you to have for me it was a burnout I just couldn't do it anymore and I had a breakdown but what was it for you for me it was like moving here and and living in nature mm -hmm. it slowly started it was so peaceful it was so quiet the solitude of nature essentially started to speak to me in 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 a very natural way that oh you you got to balance it you got to get out of that masculine go-go mode and angry and like <laughs> always on the go and never stopping that it brought me here to a halt that i had to stop and think about that that the feminine side is what's going to make my business successful and my self my health bring harmony to my health because i was activating too much of the masculine and that was kind of destroying part of my part of my physique part of my mental body part of my physical body part of my spiritual body it was all on balance and due to the solitude in nature in upper ojai i hope that you come and visit and you'll see what i'm talking about it's just mountains and birds and trees and oh, sounds like heaven very very quiet it's heavenly and it slowly taught me that nature has this harmony that if you're not in touch with that harmony, you will lose. It'll kick you out. 
So mm -hmm. I had to start, I had to start practicing my feminine side versus like, um, you know, start practicing and embodying that I have this beautiful feminine nature that I could absolutely use to my benefit and, <laughs> and bring about and, and use it into my business and for raising a family, because I have a three-year-old child. And, wow. and if I was too masculine, I was gonna create a very <laughs> different kind of child. Yeah. So all of this together, raising a child, being in nature, having this business that I had to like think about. Having a husband. Having my husband who required mm -hmm. me to be more female than just mm -hmm. this hardcore. <laughs> business woman, yep. This woman butting heads. Mm -hmm. So. I guess the nature helped me settle this matter. For the audience, I know a lot of my audience, are, we're all in the same boat, you know, us girls, like trying to like integrate all of ourselves. So any chance you can share with us specifically what you did, Hannah? You said you moved to California and that's, you know, the nature spoke to you. It got you to slow down and soften. Can you share like, I don't know, just what actually you did. Did you just maybe every morning started having your coffee outside alone in the quiet for 15 minutes? Like, what did you actually do to help integrate more of your feminine? One of the best things that I did was the minute I woke up, I did not touch my phone. I did not get in touch with the internet and the world was go straight from bed to the ground. Nice from bed to the ground. And I did 15 to 20 minutes of very mild meditation to calm the mind and the body and, and just use that theta brainwave, which is mm -hmm. our brainwave that we can, it's like a dream, dream, like theta brainwave and use that to my benefit to calm mm -hmm. myself down. Part of it, big part of it was this practice. And it took me at least four or five years to get really good at it and wow. harmonize the heart and the brain and send the right signals from the brain to my body, the right chemicals into my body in order to activate the feminine side, to, in order to activate and, and, um, and start feeling those female hormones again. So when you were grounding at that time, which is an ideal time, by the way, because you're still in that semi-unconsciously dreamed state, the veil is just, you know, very thin right then between waking and sleeping. So it's perfect either right before you go to bed or right when you wake up. But did you have any specific thoughts, Hannah? You said it was a semi-meditative. Did you try to think about certain things, not think about anything? Like what was your mental process during that time? It was actually starting to practice gratitude. Oh, beautiful. I, I did not understand what gratitude is. I just mm. thought the coming from a culture of I'm entitled, it was a very entitled. So I had to switch from being entitled to like, no, you have to be grateful in order to, in order to balance everything out. Was that an Iranian thing? What do you mean you felt entitled? No, well, you know, I mean, I'm from the cult. Well, I grew up in Canada and okay. Canada as a millennial, we, I'm a generation millennial and <laughs> it was a generation of entitled, selfish kind of <laughs> raising you know mm -hmm. in the society and they don't tell you that you have to be grateful they just tell you you got to be on the go you got to be successful no matter what just cutthroat all of that so that if you look at the generation of millennials we're so we are suffering as a generation because that's what we were told our childhood was no internet now we were introduced to internet so technology sort of disrupted that whole thing 
and we're like we got this jolt of oh my god we we gotta be now we're in touch with everyone and everything except ourselves wow mm-hmm. practicing gratitude was being in touch with yourself and what you have and what mm-hmm. you be grateful for in order to receive more not to mm-hmm. grab more you want to be a magnet you want to receive versus always trying to like grabbing things and chasing things forcing things mm-hmm. instead of instead of letting it flow to you and that's what gratitude did it brought me to that feminine side to accept that all is well i just have to like believe in myself and let it flow to me versus chasing and chasing and and arguing and fighting and you know and switching all that mindset mm-hmm. i love it one of my favorite quotes is gratitude isn't about what is received it's about receiving what's already there mm-hmm. isn't that awesome because it's like you know we all want okay no one has a perfect life right everybody's like oh my life's great if only i had this you know and we fixate on the things we don't have and it's like well you know step back and just really appreciating the little things you know the old saying you don't know what you got till it's gone so exactly. do we appreciate the air the the water in the, the in the in the in the glass the the food in the fridge the fact that we are right now free <laughs> hopefully that'll continue i mean little things like that you know you don't even think about it until you don't have them anymore the fact that you're you can walk <laughs> you know until you break your knee and then you can't and then you realize holy shit i just took that for granted not being able to walk you know we're opening our eyes mm. that morning and just being present mm. mm-hmm. eyes brings us to that present and and it, it was it was a very hard practice because i i i still i mean i still practice it to this day because some days I, I was like, what do you mean sit still? I didn't know how to sit still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? Sit still and take a nap while sitting? Mm-hmm. How was how it that can be harder than the hardest like sprint up a mountain workout? You know, like this, the doing nothing is a million times harder. You know, isn't that amazing? All right, Hannah, let's get into your amazing life origin what a story everybody get ready for this i mean please share with us growing up in war-torn iran which uh actually reminds me of another guest i had harry arnavar who also grew up in uh, war-torn iraq for anyone listening another amazing woman episode 36 with ari hanavar but can you share with us your story what do you remember when did you go to canada states like give it to us so i was born in iran in 1981 right when the iran iraq war started and it basically was the most traumatic time for everyone living at that time particularly the children that were born into that eight-year horrendous war and what it did for us instead of being in that active child imaginatory process we were in constant survival mode and that created a lot of trauma in our bodies and in our spirits and growing up i realized um, us women that grew up during that time we all shared a similar trauma of of always being scared of being good enough of always being scared of being seen and because we were always hiding 
it was wartime. We were always hiding. And, 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 and really we barely had any childhood playtime. And that really took, that we got robbed of our childhood. And luckily my parents, um, my dad wanted to get a PhD out of Iran. He's a geneticist. And he, he brought us out of Iran to Scotland, England. And from Scotland in England, we migrated to Canada, Guelph, Ontario. How old That's, were you then? I was, Scotland, I was four years old. Oh, in Canada, still young. Okay. Very, very young. Mm -hmm. but, and then when we moved to Canada, I was five. But due to some family members dying in Iran, we had to go back again. Mm. And seeing all that trauma and family and all that mourning and crying and dead bodies everywhere, it was, it was no horrendous. Way. So wow. your entire childhood becomes one big scare and you're, you're not in imagination world where you have to create, where you learn to create. Mm -hmm. And that was a big critical point that we got robbed of the imagination period. The, the time that I now see my son playing, I'm like, wow, isn't it? It's amazing when you get to play and imagine and be in peace. You're just a different human being versus all of us always with our cousins, always hiding, trying to find the noises, the sounds, always wow. covering. And it, it, <laughs> it was horrendous. And we still feel it to this day. I jump a lot if there's noises around me. Still. And still to this day, that's why meditation became a key to get rid of all that traumatic sounds, noises, mm -hmm. vibration and frequencies that were embedded within the fabric of our bodies and our physical being. And it, it still lingers to some extent. But when we moved to Canada, we started, we were lucky enough, me and my sister at the time, we were lucky enough to like calm that down and go to schools and be able to like see other children and play and we still couldn't communicate because first of all there was language barrier culture barrier and all of that trauma that we received in those first four or five years didn't allow us to be in the zone to play with other kids we didn't know how to play we didn't know what, what to say what to do so there, it took a lot of a team of beautiful teachers to bring us into that zone and I'm I'm grateful for it now because it taught me how valuable it is to have children grow up in peace. It taught me how to help my son and be grateful that I'm raising him in, in peace in America now. And from there on, I, I grew up in Guelph, but we moved to Western Canada, Calgary, Alberta. And that's where I did majority of my schooling. And I got a master's in geophysics and became an earth scientist. That's where I entered into um, oil and gas industry. And from there on, when I finished with all of that discovery of oil and gas, <laughs> I got a master's at Columbia University in New York. That's when I entered United States. In, it was in New York. I got my uh, master's degree for business innovation wow and that's uh that was that was a great time in in america i was i loved it the moment i came to us i actually loved it better than canada <laughs> was that in the 90s probably uh no it was in the 2000 it was 2000 actually 
2011, 2010, 10, 11, yeah. 10, okay. 11, yes. Mm -hmm. That's when I came and I just fell in love because of the whole multicultural, so busy, there's mm -hmm. so many people, vibrant, everyone has an amazing story to tell. And I mm -hmm. just loved it because Canada is very quiet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. From there, when I graduated, my sister and I wanted to go back to Iran and see, just see the culture, see family, just travel the area, region within that, um, within Middle East and Africa. And we came across um, a beautiful man who was an agriculture scientist, and he helped us discover argon oil in Morocco at the time where nobody really knew about except for large corporations that were exploiting this beautiful silky oil mm -hmm. that it's within every product that you use at Sieben Salis. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. And given the fact that we grew up in that time, we had a lot of skin issues, not knowing where is all this eczema, psoriasis and itching coming from. It's because your nervous system gets shut down when you're in survival mode versus in peace and imagination world. And it really affects your 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 nervous system is in touch with everything else in your body and it starts showing in our skin thankfully not hidden anywhere else in our bodies and the skin issue just made us believe that there are solutions herbal solution plant-based solutions that we can help um, calm down the skin and that's when i started traveling in different areas of iran and different areas of Middle East and different areas of Asia and Africa, uh, where I finally found Morocco, the, the oil that I thought at the time was like, when I put it on, I was like, this is the silkiest thing I've mm -hmm. ever used. And, mm -hmm. and the love that the women, the Moroccan women, the beauty of this is this fact that women sit around with such love, with such joy, with such happiness. And they're so grateful that they're given the chance to hand select these nuts and hand extract the oils and sing into the product as the oils wow. being extracted. They they're sing. Singing, they're singing, they're clapping, wow. they're smiling. So all of that love frequency went into the oil. So it wasn't just the quality of the nut and the oil. Right. It was, it's the fact that our hands are, are a massive energy moving at a mm -hmm. high speed of vibration. So this vibration essentially gets translated, gets transferred into that oil. So I notice it's, it's their love too. It's, it's part of the love they're giving their their you know their extraction method process it all like worked out i was like so it's not just the fact that the farms are practicing ancient farming they're not using fertilizers pesticides they're they're incorporating animals on the field they're making other other plants and other fruits and vegetables there to um bring harmony into this farming uh ancient farming or also known as biodynamic farming mm -hmm. and i realized that it was it was all these little tiny components that went into this oil it wasn't just it wasn't just that oh it's such a beautiful silky exotic oil <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the women made it even better and when i when my father acquired a saffron field in iran same thing was happening there were these women that were on the saffron fields they were singing they were laughing 
And I started to realize, wow, again, that whole harmony about the feminine side, picking the plants, laughing with one another, taking the time to do it, not just rushing mm-hmm. into things. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was all a match. Same thing in Kenya in the in the coffee bean oil uh, that I get for my body love. And I saw this whole component of love being injected into everything, all these ingredients, sustainable. I call them my sacred ingredients because they are immersed in love. And you could really feel the frequency of love within them. And when I put it into my products, I make sure when I'm formulating and the women that are in Upper Ojai helping me at the same time, we have the same dynamic we're doing the same thing with laughter, love, and smiling and singing. And this is our sound studio. So we, we do put frequency sound while we're blending, while we're formulating. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, you see, okay. So like I said, in the introduction, everyone, we're talking about Seeb and Solace, which is Hannah's amazing business of uh, skincare, pet care, self-care products that I personally love and use every day. And this is one of the many things that attracted me to you, Hannah, because of the holistic nature of your business is what you're saying that, you know, that it's not just picking the biodynamic saffron or the Moroccan argon oil. I mean, you might find those ingredients in other skincare lines, products, whatever. But what, what I hear you saying is you're, company and your employees and the 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 women that you employ and the farmers all also employ their whole being into their work and the product in that they're bringing in not only the, the choice of the materials but the heart component the feeling component which is the feminine component the love component yes. the joy component you know like it's like it's like a chef or, or someone making a meal for the family. You know, yeah. I always say, be very conscious of how you do what you do, not just what you do. Like you can, you know, people trying to be fit, you know, like making a healthy meal and, you know, eating it and doing, you know, living from your head and thinking, I really want a pizza, but I will eat a salad and broccoli or whatever. You know, it, it's like, well, if you don't eat it with joy and you don't yeah. prepare it with love, then yeah. you're really not going to get all the nutrition that you're spending all this time and money that you think you're getting if you're feeling like deprived or whatever. You're losing the point, you know. I even do that when I uh, mix my water or when I cook or when I make my pet's food. I always take an extra moment. I breathe. I just take an extra second, as busy as I am, and I just close my eyes and quickly connect literally to my heart and my mind's eye and I exhale intentional love into that food before I give it to somebody or before I give it to my pet or whatever. Uh And and I hear that that's what here you're saying. And again, maybe that's part of what attracted me to you because um, that's the magic. That's the magic, everybody. It's not the argon oil in particular. It's the whole package, which we were mentioning in the beginning of the show, the masculine feminine, when they come together watch out that's called creation that's called god that's called divinity that's called magic and having them both 
is what makes your product so special. I have to, I have to mention that when I went to Iran, I started learning um, ancient formulations mm -hmm. of timing of what what goes with what, if it's got a cold nature or a warm nature. Mm. So um, the mission of my company became about bridging the principles of ancient alchemy from Iran, Africa, Middle East, and blending it, mixing it with the sophisticated science of our modern times that I learned in the West. So basically bridging Eastern remedies with the modern and sophisticated Western technology. Perfect. I mean, we live in a very hyper technological futuristic era, um, Amy, and yet we humans are still emotional, spiritual beings. So I, I wanted to bring that element of that um, emotion of the heart-centered emotion of love into these um, into these beautiful products, into these formulas. And not just the emotions, the sound frequency as well, because as you sing, as you hum, you are creating a high vibrational ingredient. And those high vibrational ingredients become food for your skin, become food for your gut. And you create this access between your skin and gut, between your gut and your brain and you start releasing better hormones into your body. So it wasn't just um, it wasn't just like finding the best ingredients or buying it from a third seller. It was being involved, co-managing these farms, having soil scientists testing the soil, having water scientists checking the water, managing the water, what's going into the water. And that's how I became, um, how I put together the the soil, the water, the so the sun, the soil, and the water in between. Which because is your your mission statement. It is our mission statement. Mm -hmm. that the sun is always going to give us this photonic, beautiful photonic high energy mm -hmm. into these ingredients. The soil is the one of the most important components of our ingredients because everything that goes into the soil, it's either nutritious or toxic. And all of that gets absorbed into our bodies and onto our bodies in forms of food and in forms of um, skincare. And it's essential to realize that the soil is, is these days in the modern world right now, especially in the Western world, it's stripped of all the organic matter, the mineral and all the good things that we require that our body requires. Mm -hmm. And when I switched my food into the same format and I switched my skincare into the same format, my health took a huge turn. So soil and our skin, the soil and our gut are very much in touch with one another. They create this access. They create this harmony within the body. And a lot of people don't realize that even organic has a lot of chemicals incorporated in it. However, with ancient farming, no, we, we remove, we exclude all of that. And the exclusion is where we start to heal. Well, this is the problem is that unfortunately, um, you know, we all vote with our dollars and with more people going organic and, and, and being awakened to what's what they're really eating and these poisons, it, the, the, the label organic has lost its, lost its meat. You know, it's, it's been bastardized and it's definitely, it's like, it's like a, uh, what's quote unquote a vaccine. It's not what you think it is anymore. Um, and so organic although it's better than, you know, the typical, it's, it's probably not what you think it is anymore. I think it's something like 200 ingredients or, or, or chemicals are now allowed and they can still call it organic. Exactly. So, Hannah, can you tell us then, 
give us a, a quick like bullet list. Like, what are some of the highlights of the way you harvest and process your products as opposed to the typical skincare? Like you mentioned, biodynamic, hand-picked, women workers. Can you give us like a list? Maybe what makes your your company really unique in that regard? So we basically, um, as I mentioned, like we feed the soil. What makes us special is like we make sure we feed the soil with green manure, compost, exclude any use of synthetic artificial fertilizers, pesticides. Mm -hmm. And and because the synthetic fertilizers, they're killing topsoil. Topsoil is where our health begins. And any, the key point here is that any ingredient that we extract, it has, it has, um, any ingredient that we extract goes, the reminder of that ingredient that is not useful for us gets um, chopped up and goes back into the soil. So we give back to the soil from what we got from that soil. That became very, very crucial. Like for instance, um, the saffron flower, we pick out the strands from the saffron flower, we use those, but the flower stays behind. What we do is we chop up the flower again when we put it back into the soil of the saffron field. Same with the argon. We pick the argon nuts, we extract it, and the remainder of the shell gets chopped up and goes back into the cell. So that became a very critical point for our business because- And what does that do for the soil by doing that? It, the benefit? It, it benefits the soil in a way because the, the soil loves what it what it gave you, you give it back. It becomes a reciprocal. very reciprocal relationship and it becomes a fruitful, very amazing topsoil. And your ingredients just flourish way better. I love that because it's not just taking. Yeah, you're not just taking, you're giving mm -hmm. back. So you create this synergetic energy mm -hmm. with the soil. Mm -hmm. So you speak to it, you, you give it back versus saying, I'm taking, 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 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you start forming this relationship with the soil and get back. And that I think is starting to pick up in United States as yeah. well. Another key part is beekeeping. Every single farm we deal with, they do beekeeping extremely, extremely important because again, nature loves those bees around. And the third point that's very, very important, we started to raise animals on the fields. Great. Animals play a vital role mm -hmm. in sustainable and regenerative uh, agriculture. Critical. Where grazing, particularly grazing, despite what we hear right now in the mainstream, mm -hmm. grazing enhances the soil health, increases drought resistance, restores wildlife habitat, and sequesters carbon. And increases nutrients in the food. And it increases nutrients. Mm -hmm. The cows are crucial. Mm -hmm. We have to have them. We mm -hmm. have, uh, we have uh, sheep's, lambs, cows, whatever, uh, chickens, hens, whatever we can, we bring mm -hmm. and we let them roam around free, Fantastic. free, um, walking around the fields. And, mm -hmm. and that that's very important. And we cannot let, we cannot take these away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're that's one, right. one, one with one another. It's part of the ecosystem, how nature intended. And it's unfortunate that the mass media message is ulterior motives from people like Bill Gates pushing their Beyond Burger fake crap, which isn't even real food. So, you know, there's an agenda behind these, these narratives that people aren't aware of. So it's really a shame. Um, some of the other benefits of Seeb and Solus, 
abundant in, in antioxidants, 100% vegan and organic, no synthetic fragrance, no alcohol, no preservatives. It uh, tackles free radicals, fast absorbing within three minutes, non-greasy oil serums, small batch and specific soil planting, very intentional and ethical, sustainable farming. It empowers mothers and families. I think you employ like over a thousand mothers to support them in uh, helping their families to live and thrive and give them work they love. It's founded and developed by you, Hannah, uh, an amazing earth scientist. It's 100% hand-selected plants, cold-pressed, oxygenated, ozonated, excuse me, oils, which I want you to explain, and produced with love, transparency, and respect to Mother Nature. Now, you tell me the crap you get at CVS has all that. Nope. (laughs) And for stuff, the really super expensive, fancy stuff, it doesn't have all that either, and I bet it doesn't work even close as good. Do you want to elaborate on any of those amazing features? Well, first, I want to make sure to get this point out because our human body is comprised of 50 trillion cells. And particularly these cells are very infinitely, they have this infinite intelligence within them. So why do we take care of the soil? Because your intelligent skin cells or any cells within your body, they do, if the, if the soil is tampered with, if it's not authentic, it's synthetic now, your cells will not recognize the genetic and chemical signature of these ingredients that you're yes. applying or you're eating. And once that happens, when it doesn't recognize it, your skin, for instance, it starts to uh, inflame. It starts to show redness, itchiness, dryness, eczema, psoriasis, because these toxins, these synthetic toxins are getting absorbed into your skin and they're entering your bloodstream within a minute and they have the ability to alter the health of our entire organs. So optimal soil conditions are what all of our 50 trillion cells innately recognize through cellular DNA memory. The human body, our cells understand the chemical genetic signature of food that is natural to earth. That's why I call my skincare food for your skin. Because when we genetically modify these foods, sadly, in the Western world particularly, and we compare the genetic signature of the GMO foods and compare it to the natural grown food, there's a huge difference. It really severely Amy impacts the way our body translates these foods when we use GMO. It basically doesn't give you any nutritional value because your body's not recognizing it. And worse, it actually hurts you. You have to detoxify it. Your body doesn't recognize it. Like you said, it creates, creates total havoc. Yeah. And so when you, when your, these cells do not recognize this code that that they're being introduced through GMO or the soil, synthetic soil, they do not get the energy and the nutritional source to replicate or repair properly. The ultimate goal of health in in the physical body is your cells being able to successfully replicate and repair it. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, that's when dis-ease starts to show up. Right on, hence like everybody knows the term uh you are what you eat, right? It's like, what do you think, you know, you have, you know, emotional problems or trouble focusing or not enough energy. It's like, what do you think your body is running on? Like, what do you think runs your brain, your serotonin, your, your testosterone? I mean, your, your food, your environment, your light, your sound, we now know that it's more than just food, but 
to our point that, you know, like Paul Cech is one of his, one of my favorite quotes that he says all the time is, if it's on your skin, you're drinking it. And yeah. people have to, to, to keep in mind that food, like light and sound and everything, is information for your cells. And if your cells don't recognize this is chicken, this is a carrot, you know, okay, we've evolved for millions of years for our DNA to understand how to process and utilize so we function well with those, those chemicals when they break down, as opposed to glyphosate or, you know, all these crazy synthetic ingredients, like, and you said GMOs and us screwing around with the DNA codes of food and animals, our bodies are like, what the hell is going on? It Our does nothing body. but it does nothing but stress the body yes. and the body has to detoxify it. And we wonder why we have no energy. We can't think straight. We can't yeah. sleep. Our skin yeah. looks like shit. Our hair is falling out because yeah. the body's like, you're not giving me stuff I can work with. This is not real. I, yeah. You're stressing me out. So yeah. thank God for people like you, Hannah. I love it. Uh, everything you're seeing, I totally um, am driving with it. So my understanding is the FDA has not uh, instituted any safety standards in the skincare industry since the 1930s. What are some ingredients people should be looking for on labels like big red flags? And let's now get into some of your key sacred ingredients. Okay. So this is, I'm just going to say this in a general form. Anything mm -hmm. you cannot pronounce, you should not be putting it on your skin. So go for it. So you go for anything that you cannot pronounce. You should not be putting it into your body or onto your body. Mm -hmm. That's as simple as that. So the ingredients list is long. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. But if we follow this little sentence, this rule, if you cannot pronounce it, do not eat it. Do not put it on your skin. Mm -hmm. And the reason we started um, part of the Western technology that I used into my products was micronization and ozonation. Micronization is basically we make the oil molecules smaller to help ass assist with the absorption of the oil ah. into the body. No wonder and why it works. Because <laughs> I usually have a problem with oil. It's just like yes. an oil slick that stays on top yeah. and I feel gross. But yes, your, yours is different. Okay, that, yes. there you go. So we do micronization, and at the same time, we do a mild level of ozonation. Ozone is like O3, contains the three atoms of oxygen rather than the two atoms that we have in the air, oxygen, mm -hmm. O2. So this additional atom of oxygen becomes a powerful, highly active element in our skincare and our animal care products. What it does, the ozonated oil actually heals damaged tissues and speeds up healing time. Mm -hmm. And it also works to clear any bacteria, which is which causes like bacterial acne or viral or fungal infection. Great. So ozonated oil basically stimulates the growth of new healthy skin cells, which uh, refreshes your skin and healthy skin cell replication. Mm -hmm. And we all know that the skin is a barrier that prevents any foreign agents from attacking you. So at that level, when we do ozonation micronization, it absorbs faster and it protects your internal microbiome, skin microbiome, which is your good bacteria. And this layer essentially with your epithelium cells, which is underneath the dermis, which is underneath your microbiome level, uh, your good bacteria, it has the ability to remove 99% of any infective agents, Dr. Bruce Lipton. So Excellent. this is how important 
skincare becomes. And that's why I started practicing ozonation and micronization, because when it gets absorbed quickly, you have a chance to reapply. That reapplication allows for more hydration. Sure. And one of the things that I realized um, was argon oil itself alone has that ability. Its nature is very thin. Its nature is dry and its mm-hmm. nature is already silky. It already absorbs pretty quickly. So with, with these two technology methods, um, Western methods that I incorporated into our formula, it speeds up the absorption even more. So mm-hmm. that's why you can use and use and without feeling greasy, without feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, why is it not entering my body? Should I put my clothes on? Should I not put my clothes mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. So, and I hated greasy stuff anyway. So that's why I, I um, incorporated these methods. I love it. And like I said, uh, it, it was a game changer for me because I'd never been able to use oily things. It would just stay right on the surface, even in my hair. My hair would look like a grease pit. So let's get into some of the amazing products that I personally love and use every day because I've been using them for months now. And I have to say, probably my favorite, Saffron Mist. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, Awakening Aphrodite Podcast, Fit Amy TV, here it is. One of my absolute favorites. Use this all the time. Spray it on my hair, face, whatever. Tell us about this amazing Saffron Mist. Um, so the saffron mist is, um, it's an, again, it's an ozonated distilled water. Mm-hmm. That's why it works really well. And I learned this formula from my grandmother in Iran. Mm-hmm. And every time we were sleeping over at her house, she would, when we would wake up to go to the bathroom to wash our face, she would have a tiny little bowl of it ready for us to wash our face with it. And she always said, it's not only healthy for your skin, but the smell of it has this healing and calming power on your brain, activating the neurotransmitters. So you'll have a day with no emotional reactions because we Persian women can have one too many. <laughs> all, all people, I'd say, not just Persian women. Don't worry. We're with you. <laughs> At the time, That's why she was like, okay, girls. We don't want to have any unnecessary emotional reactions. So through the aromatherapy, you would stay calm throughout the day with a happier heart, mm-hmm. happier skin. Mm-hmm. So I call it the healing heart harmony yes. mist. Yes. And what it does, the ozonated water promotes healthy skin cell growth. Mm-hmm. It tones and helps to improve the skin texture and radiance. And when it's blended with saffron crocus, it gives you a balance your skin's ph as well as removing any sort of skin irritation that you come in touch with pollution Mm -hmm. air water whatever that you go about your day Mm -hmm. and the rose geranium and it's from egypt actually and the rose from iran is a great extract for opening the heart heart opener Mm -hmm. for forgiveness skincare balance hormones hormones and Mm -hmm. basically elevating your moods Mm-hmm. So it's not it. just a miss, it's everything in it. It's yeah. harmonizing your mood, harmonizing your day, harmonizing your skin. Holistic. Very and holistic. I can't let you go without getting into the amazing, this thing has changed my life. The uh, the premium Persian saffron, the little uh, strands that I've been making tea per your recommendation and the mugwort seeds, not leaves. So Tell us about these two amazing products, the the saffron and the mugwort. 
Um, first, I have to say that saffron is an incredible, incredible spice that has been politicized by the Western world. Oh, very much politicized. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. It's, it's one of those key ingredients that they block from coming from Iran oh. to into the Western world. That means it works. <laughs> it's competition. Oh, no. That's why. You got it, Amy. You, yeah. you, you got it. Yeah. So this political expensive spice from Iran, it has, it, it, uh, it has amazing properties, health properties. Mm -hmm. It takes 50,000 to 70,000 blossoms. It's like an acre of flower, saffron flower to make one pound of this um, saffron that you see. Wow. And it's been used for centuries by Persians in their beauty remedies and into our food. We use mm -hmm. it all the time, mm -hmm. except mm -hmm. for pregnant women. And it is widely used to moisture, heal, and protect the skin and the hair. Mm -hmm. It contains an immense amount of antioxidant, which is called crokin, comes from the strand of the saffron, which is a carotenoid. And it's beneficial for promoting cell growth, again, cell repair, and immunity boosting, and helps maintain a sharp immune, immune system. And serotonin. And Oh, and it, it's an instant mood boosting for people that are battling anxiety, depression, yeah. PMS, postpartum, PTSD, because it increases your serotonin production in your brain. And it's best to use it after breakfast. I love it. And anti-inflammatory properties, of course, is one of them too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with all this abundance, vitamins and minerals, and hopefully one day I see the doors of Iran open for the West to get more of this beautiful spice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And especially during these times, these chaotic yes. times, we need to resort back to the plants that nature gives us to promote some happiness naturally yes. without. So basically that's why it's politicized because the pharma doesn't want you to have it. Indeed, because it works. Yes, the gifts of medicine from Mother Nature and the Earth. And that's a big part of what I love with your business. Yes. Um, all your products are so wonderful. Like I said, the, the, mug, the mugwort seeds. I love the hair healer, the magic sleep. And uh, I'm just so thrilled to connect with you. And I use these products every day. And thank you for extending to my audience the amazing discount. Everyone, Hannah has so graciously offered you 10% off your purchase if you use the coupon code FITAMYTV10, all caps, F-I-T-A-M-Y-T-V-10. You will get 10% off your order. Tell Hannah Amy sent you and uh, spread the word because, you know, someone with a mission, a heart-centered business, trying to compete with the big guys, offering medicinal plants, respecting nature, respecting people, supporting hardworking families and women. I mean, this is what it's all about, everybody, trying to compete with, you know, the big giants in the world and doing good in the world with truth and transparency. So thank you, everyone, for checking out Hannah's business, Seeb and Solace. Hannah, tell us briefly as we come to the end here, the name of your business. The name of my business, Seeb, is actually in Farsi means apple. apple. And apple in in Iran is a is one of those uh, products is one of those um, fruits that we use in our um, Persian New Year. It's one of the S's that we put our into our Persian New Year um, sofre or what you call it the table of 
products that we put for celebrating Noru's. And Seba is a symbol of health and wellness, which promotes glow, beauty, and harmony. Mm -hmm. And that's why I picked it, because it really matches my skincare. Apple. Apple. And solace is just brings calmness to skin. Calmness brings mm -hmm. calmness through that beauty, through that wellness. Hopefully it brings a sort of calmness. And the wellness products that I offer, the self-care products that I offer, they all go hand in hand with this because they, they all bring some sort of harmony to your body. And I would like to say for everyone to start, start using saffron in, in their life. Mm -hmm. These are the most epic times that we're living. It's historical and saffron um, coming from Iran and the dark history of Persia, the reason that we're still happy happy persians is because of saffron we incorporate really? our food a lot mm. tea food tea bath anything we can get anything we could incorporate saffron into we do because it generates that serotonin generates that happiness and these are the times to start using it um more and more into your daily regimen nature's medicine amen i love it so many of your products are so great i even got the doggy care uh, ointment for my dogs. I love your um, Body Love Coffee Blend. Oh my God, it smells so good. I just want to drink it. I use it every morning <laughs> after my shower. Everything is just so fantastic. The skin serum, the eye serum, the body bath salts. Everybody, just have fun. Go on that website, check out all these beautiful products. Such a beautiful website. And don't forget to use that wonderful code, say it's 10%. That'll be in the show notes if you forget, everybody. Hannah, you are amazing. I just adore you. I respect you so much. Any last thoughts you have that you want to share today? Think while it's still legal. <laughs> Think for yourself, right? Yes. Think outside of the box of the mainstream telling you how to think. We are resilient beings. We've survived really, really dark times really dark times on, on this planet earth and this shift it feels like a birth we're giving birth as humans and the birth is painful but the the, the result is golden that's the baby the baby, the baby will golden. be worth the labor pains that's mm -hmm. why we're entering the golden age because the the birth is going to be golden you're going to enjoy it so that's why incorporate all these plants into your spices and plants into your um daily regimen and enjoy it put a smile when you're drinking your saffron smile because as you're smiling as you're meditating smile keep on smiling it may be dark but it's comical use the tools to help you through it i love it hence your shirt hannah i think while it's still legal she's wearing a shirt everybody if you're listening thank you so much everybody again that's uh fit amy tv 10 all caps to save 10 percent sieb and solace the link is on my website under recommended products it's in the show notes and uh hannah thank you so much for being on the show today thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure okay everybody you know what to do if you enjoyed it Please share it with somebody else and uh, thanks for leaving a review and uh, liking the show and following and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Would you like to support my mission to help empower people all over the world to be all of who they truly are? If so, please subscribe to the show, leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend. And if you're looking to take immediate action to align your energy and optimize your health, visit amyfournier.com. Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite. 
Let's awaken her together in you. I'm your hostess, Amy Fournier, and I already can't wait to be with you again and for you to hear what I have planned for the next show. Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite with Amy Fournier. To learn more about Amy, check out her website, amyfournier.com. That's A-M-Y-F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R.com. You can also check out Amy's live and on-demand virtual fitness and yoga classes and sign up for her newsletter to receive a free mini ebook of three of her top tips for making holistic health a lifestyle. Again, that's amyfournier.com and get your ebook sent to your email immediately. Connect with Amy on the daily on Instagram at fitamytv, F-I-T-A-M-Y-T-V, and watch many of the podcast episodes and subtopic clips on her YouTube channel, which is also fitamytv. Enjoy, and we'll see you next time on Awakening Aphrodite.